Welcome to Clean Cut Studios in New York City. This is where the city meets the sticks. I'm your host, Grant White. And I'm Michael Hidasi. Good afternoon, New York. Yeah, baby. Welcome on in to the Clean Cut Studios. This is the city meets the sticks. I'm Michael Hidasi, and that is Sir Grant White. Hello, hello. Coming at you for the third installment. First one here in 2017. Wow. It's a brand new year. I figured I'd be flying into the studios at this point by now, you know, when I was uh, back in the 90s and in, uh, in middle school and such. But not the case. We're still driving, but we're driving hybrids. So yeah, we're doing all right. That's better. Better for the environment, at least, right? Well, what's going on, Grand? A long time no see. We I know, I know. Hiatus. Yeah, we had a little break. We took a little break for New Year's Eve, which was nice. We had Christmas off. Uh, you know, we, we didn't have the show last week, but we're back. Um, had a great time. Got to relax a little bit. Took a couple days off, so it was nice. I bet you did. Yeah. Well, I mean, you sleep more than you're you're awake. I think. I got eight hours of sleep last night, and it was amazing. Would you get three? Yeah, because you know what? I enjoy living life. See, and I can't enjoy life in, unless I'm rested for it. I'll sleep when it's all over. <laughs> I'll sleep when it's all over. That's how I really view it. Because, you know, you waste eight, nine hours a day. How many hours of that is is in a week and then in a year? Oh, my gosh. How is that wasting time? How is that wasting time? Because you're sleeping. Hours are going by, and you're not doing anything. You're not productive. You know you're what I'm sleeping. doing? What? Sleeping. It's terrible. And it's necessary. You need to sleep. You need to sleep. Yes, a little bit you need to sleep. But how was your break? You, you had some time off too, right? Uh, Yeah, had some time off. I'm glad it's all over, to be honest with you. Um, You know, it's time to settle in. The holidays are over. You got the move. You know, I just moved into the new spot. Um, you know, wifey's pregnant and, yeah. you know, we had the decorations all up and, and whatnot. <laughs> so it was good to finally get them out of the house and kind of settle in for the, for the rest of the year here. Yeah. You were saying, and I remember the last time we talked before Christmas, you were telling me that you went with the real tree. How did that end up working out for you? Oh, I love real trees. See, I'm a, I'm an artificial guy. I, I'll go artificial all day long. I mean, I had a little bit of a, a mishap, I, I have to say. Oh boy. Um, so... You know, we were taking the. Tr- I'm taking the tree down, and the wife is, is now six months pregnant, so she's right. not doing much of uh, any heavy lifting at all. So I'm trying to get the tree out of the holder, out of the tree stand, and I'm yanking on it, yanking on it, and it's not, it's not coming <laughs> out, right? Which is, well, that's funny in itself. But regardless, I tilt the tree over and put it on the ground. Oh no! And all of a sudden, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm hearing water rushing. And I'm like, what the heck is that? Oh, no. Uh, lo and behold, the wa- there was water in the stand, Oh, you obviously. didn't drain it before obviously. you took it out? No, I didn't Oh, my it. gosh. What a rookie. So water starts flooding all over my apartment. Um, <laughs> so that was a little bit of an issue. But, you know, it wasn't that big of a deal. I cleaned it up with the with, with the towel, and uh, we kept on moving. How was... did how did the thistles work out? Because I remember, like, if, if it gets What's... really dry, don't they get everywhere? You know, the tree gets dry, the thistles fall. Did they? A little bit. Oh, my gosh. I mean, <laughs> there may or may not be video to uh, to kind of show you how, no way. how it I was. No I got to see that. I mean, I wouldn't say it was great, but I still, would, I still wouldn't get a fake tree. And I'm always going to feel that way because it's just the smell of it all and the, the emotion that it brings going to buy it and putting, putting it up. And I think it's a lot better than just dragging it out of your closet. But... You know, neither here nor there. We talked about that in extent in, 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 in extensive um, terms in the first episode. So yes. you can go back onto the YouTube and do that. Check it out. Check it out. Of course, we're here live. City Meets the Sticks, episode three. 
Uh, we're on Facebook Live. We're on Periscope for the first time. We're doing that. Yes. iTunes. We're going to be on uh, keepingitrealsports.com. And, of course, the YouTube page where you can check all the VODs and uh, – uh, a lot of funny, uh, a lot of funny content that our producer Bobby O'Hara puts into it. So uh, yeah, no, and it's it's been good too. It seemed like since we've started, our following is really climbing, and, it, and it's cool to see. So shout out to my Facebook followers. I know everyone's listening. They're actually there's a snowstorm really bad upstate right now. Oh, shocking, Grant! There's snow upstate. <laughs> no, they're getting bad. I think it's like four feet they're getting right now. There's like a lake effect snow warning. You look on the map, everything's purple. Why would anybody live up there? Well, it's, uh, you know, it's small town values. No, it's not. It's depressing. Well, they're all is. watching right now because they're snowed in. So shout out to all my upstate folks. Oh, you are? <laughs> we, What's up? We appreciate you watching. Uh, you're being snowed in, but thanks for, for tuning in. Put on your parkas and buckle down. <laughs> That's going to be a long day, right? <laughs> um, yeah, so how, how about yourself, man? Christmas treating you well? New Year's? Christmas was on? great. Yep, went home, got to just enjoy some family time. And then New Year's Eve was pretty even keeled. It was fun. You know, we just did a nice dinner with some friends. And, uh, yeah, that same weekend, this was awesome. I've been waiting so long to watch this movie. I watched Sully. Sully? It was... Was it any good? It was awesome. It was everything I wanted it to be. And, you know, I love Tom Hanks. I, I love, you know, I, I love watching him it, with his nonverbal acting. That's my favorite part. How good on a scale of 1 to 10 was Sully? Because, like, I've seen it, so... You know, I, oh. I saw it in person. I didn't need a movie or whatever. So I want to know, was it oh, accurate? Oh, you saw, you saw the whole thing, like yeah. the actual... Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. It. How did you see it? Well, we were, you know, working downtown New York City at the time, and right outside the window was the Hudson River. So, boom, there it is, a plane on the river. But you didn't see it go down. Of course not. I didn't see it go down, but <laughs> okay. I mean, I saw it, the aftermath and the, 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 the plane on the water and floating and them having to jump down. And You didn't you know. see them all, like, standing on the planes and everything. Yes, I did. I saw it, I swear. What? Yeah, I mean, this was happening all live. Don't forget, I worked at a station conglomerate that had uh, 1010 Winds at it, and it's a big news station, and, and 880 um, News, so the local news was was on it right away. Right. So when we got wind of it, we went to our cafeteria, which had a nice view of the of the Hudson, and we checked it out. Of course, there was nothing we could do from there. But, but what, it, was, what is that reaction like? Like, usually you look out, it's a beautiful river, like, that's great. Then one day you look out, there's a plane sitting on the Hudson River with, with people standing on the wings. Yeah, First I mean, of all, it's not that big of a deal. How, how did the plane not? Wait, what? Well, well, I didn't it's mean not it like that big of a deal. 155 passengers were on that plane and no one died. <laughs> How is that not a All big right. deal? You're it's right. the first time anyone's ever landed a plane on a river and everyone lived, but how? that's not a big deal. Saying, Captain Solarberger, listen, if you're listening right now, don't take what Michael is saying into offense. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Okay, it's, it's a big deal, but it's nothing that I haven't, you know, I'm not going to jump up and down about it because I've seen so many things living in the city that it's not that big of a deal. How? How is seeing a plane successfully land on the Hudson River not a big deal? And everyone lives without a scratch. There was babies. It's there not was that big of a deal, There were elderly individuals. They had to get in the freezing cold water and everyone lived and that's not a big deal? No. I mean, you see pe people jumping onto the tracks, jumping over the tracks. I mean, you see things all day long. People, people selling all kinds of stuff <laughs> on the street. Am I crazy for thinking that he's nuts? I mean... I, yes, it was shocking at first, but uh, then what are you going to do about it? You see it? Great. Everyone survived. <laughs> God bless. You're so, you're just so like, eh, what are you going to do about it? You know? Yeah, well, what are you going to do about it? It's not a big deal. To me. I'm glad that the, that the pilot wasn't drunk and he knew what, he was, go what was going on. You know, but can, can it, at another point, oh, can we get to a point where it's 20, damn, it's 2017 now. Can we get to a point where a flock of birds doesn't bring down a damn 747? <laughs> 
I mean, seriously. You would think that like a couple geese wouldn't be able to bring down a you know a big old Boeing airplane, but apparently we're not there yet. Uh, we're gonna have a hoverboard soon. Everyone's gonna be hoverboarding. I I, I don't I don't understand why we just uh, can't get to the point where we're advancing as a society. I mean, right now it's like um, we're living in uh, the old uh, you know old times. I feel like I want to go ride a horse and like poke you with one of those things. Come upstate. What are those? What are those called, by the way? The the gladiators. You know. Oh, the uh, jousting stick. Yeah. You're gonna, what that? are you gonna joust? Yeah, let's. You talk about technology, and he's talking about jousting. Well, it's better than UFC. He's all over the place. It's better than UFC, in my opinion. I'd watch jousting over UFC. Dude, jousting is cool. <laughs> Jousting's really cool. I would love to joust you. Oh, we got to get that on video. <laughs> Facebook Live, if you want to see Doss yeah. and I uh, joust, we can do that. Uh, have you ever been to one of those spots? A jousting match? Like the. Um you know, like the the medieval 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 times. <laughs> medieval times. Uh, no, bro. I haven't. I went to some place in Rhode Island that was it was uh, pretty old school, but nothing. Uh, not really into that. It's not really my thing. If you're not living it, then you know a lot of things aren't really your thing. I mean, New Year's Eve, I heard that you sat around on a couch. I did. And didn't like even listen to music. Well, no, 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 no. New Year's Eve was New Year's Eve was cool because we were all like we were talking, and then the ball dropped. We watched the Mariah Carey thing, which, holy cow. That was that was something else. That was a complete meltdown. I didn't see it till the next day. I mean, I'm so sick of Mariah Carey already. Me too. Dude, you're such a diva. I mean, get over yourself. You really haven't come out with a hit since your Christmas song came out in but, like 2002. Let's be honest. Great Christmas song. Yeah, great Christmas song. Congratulations. You have a great Christmas song. <laughs> your first album was awesome, and then you started getting a little bit hood and whatever the whole you know Diddy situation and yeah. whatnot. And then uh, it's like, get over yourself. You know how many how many kids do you have now? You've divorced twice. I don't like you. Yeah. I don't like Mariah Carey. Well, it was weird. The she didn't handle it correctly. She I mean, handled it be completely unprofessionally. You know, she she was walking up. She, what did she say? She's like taking her headset off. It doesn't get any better. Yeah. Right. I guess we'll just listen to this. She's like, I don't see myself in the monitors. You know, she and this is like her live performance is happening, and she's rather than being like, okay, I'm a professional. I'm just going to work through this and and let's get ourselves to break here. She was the performer, mind you, like. Right before the ball dropped, everyone was watching her. So, like, the world was watching her, and that's what she chose to do, and then kind of blew it off. Well, I mean, you would think after doing a song 500 million times over your career that you'd be able to at least fake it for a little bit. Well, and the thing is, it it was all like a pre-recorded thing. She was lip-syncing the whole time, so it's not even like she had to worry about, you know, messing up the words. If she couldn't hear it, all she had to do was listen, listen to the track and kind of go along. But in her defense, I did read, because I, I looked up, I looked just to kind of see what the problem was, was that she wasn't hearing any audio in, in her headset, mm-hmm. so she wasn't able to actually hear the song that was being played, and I guess the chaos of Times Square on New Year's Eve. So, like, I can understand that part, but handle it a little better. Find a way to just handle it a little bit better. Speaking about handling things, I'm going through uh, my <laughs> wife being pregnant for the first time, obviously, like I said. And there are new things coming my way almost every day as we approach, getting, getting closer. Yeah. So I'll give you a little look into what it's like to, you know, go through your first pregnancy and the obstacles that arise. Because I tell you one thing, you know, you say that I don't sleep. <laughs> and there's definitely good reason for it. Yeah. So... We'll be back with that. Until then, Calvin Harris, this is what you came for, and I guess I did come for it, right? Mom. All right. City meets the sticks. We're See back after this. Baby, this is what you came for. Lightning strikes every time she moves. 
watching her, but she's looking at you. Meets the sticks. Yo, 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 yo. We're back, episode three. I'm your host, Das, and that's Grant White. What's going on? Uh, so, last we spoke, a couple minutes ago, we talked <laughs> about uh, how sleeping is a problem with a pregnant wife, and it's not so much her, it's just all the other things that come along with it. Like, for instance, we, she got a pillow as a gift that looks like a, one of those German pretzels. Like no that you way. would get. Like one of those body pillows? Yeah. It's a pillow that filled up my entire backseat of my car <laughs> when I brought it home. My wife actually got into a dispute with her sister, my sister-in-law, because we couldn't fit her in the car because she had this big pillow. Your sister-in-law? Yeah. 
So they're actually butting heads because we couldn't give her a ride back to back to. You the just city. left her. We had to leave her. You left her and took the pillow. You know what? Hey, in that situation, bro, your wife comes first. Hey, listen, if the pillow is going to take my spot on the bed, it's certainly going to take yeah. her sister's spot in the car. I agree with that. I mean, you know, as long as you set her up with proper transportation, right? just, didn't just leave her hanging. Well, I mean, yeah, we kind of left her hanging. Well, how'd she get back home? Who cares? Yeah. I mean, she got home. Maybe maybe your wife? Because it's her sister? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just kind of spitting fire, but... I don't know. I mean, but between that and, like, all the essential oils and, like, all these things that have... Yeah, that, take that me through. What, what's a day in the life like of, of a husband, of a wife who is six months pregnant? All right. Well, first of all, there's a doctor's appointment almost every week now. So there's that. Okay. And, you know, you got to run around. I can't get my, my afternoon nap in. Which is you know, we usually work, crucial for you. Well, we work early in the morning, 4 a.m. hit. Right. So, you know, I'm not sleeping much, and the afternoon nap is really big. So there's that. And then, you know, you get the text. It's, it's, the mood swings are, are a thing because she's not feeling well. I mean, think about it. I mean, I don't feel – I've gained 20 pounds this year, <laughs> and I don't feel well. So I could imagine how it is, especially growing a human in it. So I sympathize with it. But the bottom line is it's like a – it's a constant kind of back and forth and, you know, not feeling well. Honey, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And I kind of reassure her that it's going to be okay. Right. Because I know it will it be. It will. But, you know, now we're, she's probably getting anxious to get to the end of this. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's ready to get the, so, the, the baby out of her. If any of you guys on Periscope have, have any children, maybe you could uh, comment and, and let me know what you guys think about, you know, going through the whole pregnancy thing. I mean, it's it's a it's – a, it's a, Life-changing experience, even now, just this process. Are you are you overly cautious with your wife? Like, I feel like if, if I was in this situation, everything I would be, like, so super cautious about. Like, I would be like, no, 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 like, let me, let me pick up that cup because I don't want you to strain yourself. Or, like, I don't know if you should walk upstairs tonight because you might fall down. Like, are you super caught? Like, what about showering? Like, are you afraid she's going to slip in the shower? Like, I would be freaking out. I am, but there's, like, only so much I can do. So I'm not there when she's showering or when she's walking the dog in the morning. You know, obviously, we're leaving real early. Right. So there's only so much I can control. Um, but I don't like the fact that she's still taking public transportation and having to go into the city. I feel like there are a lot of scumbags out there that, you know, don't really respect women yeah. enough to get up for them or, you know, hold the door and whatnot. Right, right. So that whole kind of chivalry thing is out the window, and I, I don't like that about it. Um, then there's another angle where she's so used to doing some things herself right. that she tries to continue to do them. And yeah. even if I want to help her and, and tell her, yeah, you got it. Can you fix the feet? I mean, you, what are you doing, Bobby? <laughs> can you do your job? I mean, we're upside down for crying out loud, Bobby. We're coming. What we're the coming heck back. is going on? Like 50 feet here. All right. So you know, there's this whole side of it where she's trying to do things that she's normally been able to do, and right. then getting frustrated because it kind of hurts. And I ask her to do. I ask her if I can help her, and she's more like no, 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 rather than yes. So the point is, it's it's um every day is. Like a new adventure, and I think it's not going to stop until my kid is like 20, maybe 50. Who do you knows? know what you're having yet, a boy or girl? No, we don't know. How do you feel about that? We're not going to find out, by the way. I think it's tough, I, I, but I think I would want to know just to kind of prepare Dude, for it. I'm super excited to find out that, like, that moment and go nuts about Are it. Are you doing, like, the whole over-the-top, like, jump out of a blue cake or jump out of a pink cake or, well, or no, like no. – Are you doing, like, a gender – like? No, I just said we're not. We're going to find out at in the delivery room, and I'm going to come out, oh, wow. and I'm going to be super ecstatic, and whoever's in the waiting room is going to find out with me. That's, that's cool. Like, I can appreciate that. I'm, I mean – I might and even, even Facebook I can... Live the damn thing. <laughs> 
Facebook Live. Get that ready. would be weird. That would be weird. City meets like, the sticks. I can appreciate. No, Bobby says no. Little bad little, idea. Uh, yeah, I don't want to. I want to be like in the delivery. I'm room. just kidding. Relax. <laughs> yeah, that would be weird. You'd have to get your wife's permission. She would have to sign off. She like would a... never get permission to do that. She would well, that's never. good. She's she's a stand-up woman. Well, yes, yeah, she is. And she's, she's a friend of the show. <laughs> she is a friend of the show. <laughs> she's married to one of the guys on the show. So you know what I'm most worried about, honestly. I'm worried about not being around my children when they're being mischievous, mischievous, or like doing something that they shouldn't be doing. Or like being a little you. Yes, because I'm I'm worried that I won't be able to protect them, and they might do something stupid. Well, you gotta let them live. Yes, you gotta let them live. But are you, you gonna be that? a helicopter parent? Is that what it's called? Like when you're like you're hovering over your child, not letting them do anything. I'm gonna be re- yeah. I'm gonna and then they're gonna rebel, and then they will rebel. Uh, and everything you didn't want to happen is gonna happen because you didn't give your child freedom. That being said, I'm probably going to be a helicopter bear because I'm going to be like, sit up straight, boy. You know, I'm planning on on being all over all over it. Like, I want to know what's going on, what they're doing, you know, what they're thinking. But here's the problem: where they're going, who their friends are, what they're smoking, what they're drinking, who they're having sex with. I want to know all of it. But the problem with like kids now is technology is so like no, they're not for they're them. communicating every no. single way. We're going so on. So even if you want to. Even if you want to get them like an iPod, I'm not getting one. Do they even sell iPods? Still? iPods they connect to Pornhub. Well, we can't have our you know our youth looking at that, right? So we can't we can't have you know. I mean, for crying out loud, they could do a Periscope right now, my little kid. Or they could they you know what they could do? They could try and climb on a damn uh, dresser and have it fall on their heads. Did you, you see that? Did you just see that video? Yeah. What's wrong with these kids? Th- this was where's the parents? This was crazy because here's here's the crazy part is. When you're watching it on the news, this little boy looks like he's a hero. And for, for those of you who haven't watched the video, there's two babies. There are toddlers. You know, there's a dresser. They jump on the dresser. Somehow the dresser falls Where's down. Where's the parents? I don't know. Where's that's, the parents? That's a great question. Let me tell them what happened. Dresser falls over on top of the kid. There's a, there's a little guy trapped underneath the dresser. And the other little baby, what you saw on TV was the baby just lifted the thing up and the, and the other baby rolled out and everyone was fine. Yeah, they didn't show you the full version. They didn't show you the three minutes beforehand where the when he's like jumping the on damn, top on the, top of the dresser and the kid underneath like getting suffocated by the by the dresser that the other boy is, is jumping on. It was crazy, but I'm the, glad the twin brother looking like a damn orangutan on that thing. It's it's so funny. You guys are gonna have to check it out after we're we're gonna end up posting it, you know, after we do the live. That's all right. The show, I'm it, sure they've seen it. it. Did you notice it had like nine million views in one day? Yeah, well, that's what happens when you get a viral video. I mean, it's ridiculous. So I'm worried about that whole aspect of it. You know, boys yeah. are boys are stupid when it comes down to being a, a you know a, a little kid. Well, they have no fear is the thing, and they, and they're not going to know until you tell them, hey, that's a bad idea. So now you know, little Jimmy probably isn't going to go climbing on dressers and knocking it over to to fall on his little brother anymore. Are we sure the kid's okay? No, not at all. He he could be internally bleeding for all I know. I mean, I hope not. But you know, I feel like that's that would be something that like people that live by you would do. What does that I mean? I feel like they would more, you know, they just go by the fire and they leave their kids like walking around their 500 acres of land. Well, and, that's like, why there's stand-up people. Everyone knows when there's someone from no. upstate because they're like, hey, why is that guy not I a jerk? I bet you're a lot more laxed upstate than you are well, would be in the city. I am. And you know what's funny about that? My fiance Lauren, she's also a friend of the show. She notices a difference when I'm I'm home upstate because I'm I'm just more relaxed. When I'm in the city, I'm more uptight. I really am. You're this terrible. city, this city makes you more. What do you mean? You're you're the most uptight person I know. You, you run around the studio at work like uh like there's a freaking Chinese fire drill. Well, sometimes you have to. You got to when you got to get stuff done on a timeline. You got to be very you know let's go let's go let's go. You can't be just like 
No, you don't have hey, to physically you, get up and run around. You just have you to do that, your work in a timely manner. Did you see that video? I don't understand what's wrong with you. You know what it is? I think it's part of maturing. You have a lot of maturing to do. You look at cat videos for three hours while, while I'm working at work. I'm finding videos for our show. No, you're not. You're finding for yes, pure I pleasure. Am. But you did find the babies. Thank you. Which was awesome, which brings it all back home. And that's why we're talking about it right now. So I yeah, think that we was have that a, one. We have a good relationship. But that other one you saw too. Yeah, the other one with these babies on center court at the heat game doing this little baby race. <laughs> the one baby almost won. And then it cries he like just... a little bitch. <laughs> well, we're going to have to cut that out. <laughs> we didn't mean to say that. But the, the baby does cry, uh, doesn't cross the finish. <laughs> it loses the race because it stopped and cried. Are you kidding me? If that was my kid, you would never see him again. I can't take this right now, but that's funny. Well, Grant would be like, it's okay, little son, it's okay. I would because – We I... didn't win the free season tickets, but it's okay. Yeah, look at your thing. But anyway, that video was crazy. The the one baby almost had the lead, and then thing just starts crying, another baby takes a win. So it was fun to watch. Viral videos are funny. I'm glad we're kind of touching on these things. You know, last time it was the kangaroos, which is still – I'm waiting for the next kangaroo video to pop out because – Did you see Roger Federer today? He had yes. a picture with a wallaby. Is that what that was? Well, I... he's down in Perth, uh, you know, getting ready for the Australian Open. Sure. And, um, yeah, they uh, he, just he, had a, just he had a wallaby in his hands. Is that what a small kangaroo is called, the wallaby? I believe so. I we, mean, I'm if guessing. If we go here. into this whole thing again, we try to figure out what, what kind of animals, what, what combination made up a kangaroo. Yeah. We said deer, rabbit. I don't know what makes up a wallaby because I don't even know what a wallaby is in the first place. But Wallaby way, Sydney. We could do like Wallaby Wednesdays. Yeah, but that would be pointless because we don't, we don't we're not in Australia. Or doing a show on Wednesdays. Yeah, so it's Thursday now. Thursday. I, I think you, you know, you gelled your hair today, which has given me a little bit more of a calming <laughs> feeling because now I know that you're prepared. Well, here's the thing. Last week you looked like a, I don't know, hobo, I, I hobo did, Joe. I did because you know what? When you go into work at 4 a.m., all you're really worried about is getting there. Oh, yeah, So I'll, I'll shower at night, and then when I wake up in the morning, I, I still am a great worker, but I'll throw a hat on, and I'll wear, I'll wear my Mets hat, and I'll wear my, my glasses. And I, I kind of roll in just like with my cough in my hand, eyes barely open, like let's get the day going. But today, I knew I was doing the show, woke up a little earlier, got the shower, put the gel in, hairspray also, just Great. to give it that extra firm hold. And uh, <laughs> Extra firm hold. Yeah. All right. You I can't have to, it moving around. I used to have gel in my hair. You know when that was? A long no. time ago. When I had hair. You know what? This is off the cup, but I want to ask you this question. Yeah. Are you a Bachelor guy? Do you watch The Bachelor? What? Do you? No. Why would you watch The Bachelor? I watch it. Why? I'm not kidding. I, I what, pre, what kind I of enjoyment do you get out of this fake reality TV dating show? I don't really know. I really don't know. Facebook no, really. Live, if you're listening, tell me that you can back me up here and you watch The Bachelor. I do. I Anybody watch it. Anybody watch The Bachelor? I'm excited. Tell for, me what you like about I'm it. I'm excited for the new season. I'm not going to lie. The, the first episode already came, but I haven't watched it yet. I pre-recorded it. I'm just waiting so, to get a, a moment of free time. So who's The Bachelor? Is it still Aaron Rodgers' that brother? That guy, Nick. I don't know what his last name is. Nick something. Is it Aaron Rodgers' brother? Because I know he was The Bachelor. No, or... he won, though. He won. JoJo. I was a big JoJo fan. She's awesome. Who she, the hell is JoJo? She, let me give you a background. She's a real estate agent from uh, Texas. Think real estate. And, and super nice, super cute. Is she and, hot? And, and she, she's a nice-looking girl. Yeah, is she hot? Very nice-looking woman. One I'm, to I'm ten. Not, I'm not going to rate women and tell One you One to ten. Is she hot? She, she's very attractive. So she, she's the real estate agent from Texas. She won, right? And, right. and she picked the, the Jordan Rogers guy. So she is now... I mean, I don't know if they're married yet, but they, uh, they're they together. So he's not The Bachelor right now. He so won. are you he, watching The Bachelor or The Bachelorette that now? Is was, this that where was they have jo all the girls? Listen, JoJo was The Bachelorette, right? And then she ended up with Aaron Rodgers, a little brother. 
Now they're off, you know, in paradise. Now they're off now doing a spin-off show. Now sure. it's one of the guys that lost. This dude's been on, like, every every single episode. He's been on Bachelor in Paradise. He's been on, you know, it seems like he's been on every – everyone's kind of sick of him. So Has I don't he know. been on Dating Naked? That show. Have you seen that show? I, I watched one episode, and I, I like, I got, like – That's a dating show I can get my head around. That is weird. I got, like, about four minutes into it and realized, I'm like, this is weird. There's something about it, though, with all, like, the floppiness and, like, things, you know, flapping around. And I don't know how you feel about it, Bobby, but – It's weird. I mean, I, I don't know if I'd be comfortable on a date naked, not because I'm unsure of myself, but just because it's, like – it's weird. It's awkward. And it's a weird way to first meet someone. How about naked and afraid? What about if you, like, you know, get excited while you're on this date? You think that, ha- I mean, it's got to happen, right? I mean, you got naked girls. It's got to happen. They're doing close encounter stuff. I don't know. I, I To be honest with you, I haven't watched enough of it to know. But Do you think that the girls are, like, okay with it? Because they understand? I mean, Maybe they, they're a little they aroused, signed, too? They signed up to do the show, so they have to kind of. Is this getting you a little bit yeah, nervous? Yeah, it's a little uncomfortable, but what are you going to do? I mean, this is you like... Gotta, you got to roll mean, with the punches. You do got to roll with the punches. You know what? My people know where I stand from. I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be... I'm being corrupted by this uh, New York City, you know. Hey, listen. If you can't stand the heat, go back to Wyoming where you're from. I'm not from Wyoming, but... Anyway, Nick Nick Vile. That's his last name. Yeah. What, what does a, Nick what have a, to say? What a weird last name. Oh, Nick is on the... Nick is the, the bachelor? Yeah, he's, he's our so bachelor. So what's his story? Any, any, is he even interesting? That, you know, decent looking guy. Yeah, I think he's a little he's a little conniving, similar to you. Okay. I think you know. I like I'm, this guy. <laughs> you, I think you would like this out of all the because the last guy, Bachelor Ben, that was my dude because he's a stand up guy, good Christian guy. You know, he's super super nice dude, and America loved him. This guy's a little bit of a criminal. This guy's a little bit he's of a like he's kind of messed with some hearts before. He's kind of broken a little a little bit of heart, so it'll be. But very... what's wrong with that? I mean, it's part of life, Grant. Listen, there, there's people on both sides of the spectrum, so that's why I think if there was going to be any episode of The Bachelor, you should tune into it. It should be this season. You know what? I want to get. I want to ask you a question. Okay. I want, when you were growing up, yep. Like I, I know you're completely dedicated to to your fiance, yep. and you guys are madly in love, and it's like this storybook, <laughs> you know, relationship, which is crazy. But wait till they get married, is what I always say. But anyway. I got, you know, God bless you guys. Everything will be all right. But I need to know, like, when you were growing up, I mean, you're a decent-looking guy. I mean, sure. not, not as good-looking as me, but, well, I mean, debatable. decent to the point where I'm sure you had a girlfriend or two or, like, these girls when you were younger, yeah, right? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, when you're in a relationship and you're that young and life's coming at you fast and you're learning all these new things, I mean, you're bound to break a girl's heart, no? Or get your heart broken. Here's the thing. So If, if I ended up losing interest or found that it wasn't going to work because i always had the end goal in mind basically is like you know obviously when you're in high school you're not thinking like oh you know can i marry this this girl can i not but you know eventually you start to see like can i end up with this person or not and then you come to the point where you're like you know what i think and you do it out in in such a respectful way you know but but yeah i've had to i've had to like break up with people before but you do it in in a nice way so you've never done it in a way where you're dating one girl but then you really like this other girl and then it was like you were into her and be like to the original girl yeah you know i don't think it's gonna work out i'm gonna date this girl never no i i always i try to do it the right way really i uh but anyway no i haven't really i haven't really had that kind of situation i always try to do it the uh the right way never try to really break any 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 hearts you know because that's just, that's just who I am. So, All right. Well, Grant, you know, I still have a lot more to learn about you because you're, you know, one of the most unique people I've ever met in the way you view life and especially in this day and age. I mean, I feel like you would have fit in back in, like, 
the forties or fifties, like Pleasantville era time. Sure. You seem like that. Kind oh yeah. Of guy, oh, know? I would have loved to go to dances on the weekend where yeah. everyone's kind of just dressed up. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the, the the little dap of gel in your hair. Everyone's looking sharp. Yeah, I would love that. Girls wearing those nice skirts. Yeah, because girls wearing nice skirts is is a lot more like I like that way more than if you go into like a, like a dark musty club. And it's just gross, and people are dancing on it. It's just like, that's not my scene, man. What's wrong with the club? But that's like the new I'm modern way that, of it. But that's the thing. Who says it's the new modern way? That's the way that now Society. people are choo- that's the That's the bad part, and that's why I'm scared for your child, because they're going to grow up in, in, a, in a culture that's messed up. But you know what? They had discos. You know, they had dances back then. Then they had discos in the 70s. Right. And, you know, it evolved into nightclubs and then, like, full blown 24-hour a night clubs. Oh, yeah, right. Like, my buddy runs a club down in Miami called um, Heart, and it is insane. I mean, these are after hours. The party doesn't start till 11 p.m., and it goes until at least 11 a.m. Wow. See, that's not for me. I mean, I've if, done it, but it's nuts. But see, my I'm more into, like, I can really get down with, like, the, the 50, the 40, the 45 to 55 age group. That's, I can get down with those people because I can get down with the 70s music. I like to be in bed by 11 o'clock, you know, if it's the weekend. I don't really like to stay up too late. So if you if the party starts, it's 7 o'clock, and we got some good music going. Everyone's having fun. You know, you're kind of getting down with the 70s. Do not you really remember? Dancing. They're not uh, dancing uh, like that. The 21st night. So... That's the kind of party I'm into. I'm not into like just a. What about a hoedown? Oh, I could go to a hoedown. Oh, oh I would love a hoedown. We were playing Alan Jackson today. Well, yeah, we're gonna play it right now. Actually. Oh gosh, but I love Alan Jackson. Actually, we're gonna play Darius Rucker. Okay, Darius. But, uh, is, I saw Darius in concert. What goes down at a hoedown? I've never been to one. I know about hoedown, but not that I, kind of. Hold I've down. been to a uh, like a two-step sort of like club, like a like a Texas club. It is in Tampa, but. It wasn't Texas, so I can't I can't really speak for that. They did just open up like this. They don't have it up where you where you're from. They opened up a country bar. Um, it's called the Saloon, I think. It's in uh, Destiny, no. USA. The Syracuse real original Mall, but, name, but it's really cool. And uh, there's a dance floor, and I danced the last time I was there. I think they just opened. So, all right, well, I I, I feel like I need to experience some you of do. where you come from. You do. You gotta lo- you gotta just loosen up a little. You gotta get a little niceness in your veins. You're too crass. You're too crass sometimes. I'm, I'm a pretty nice guy, and I think you can learn a lot from that. So take some notes. I think we're going to go out to some Darius Rucker right now. Yeah. And we'll, we'll come back and we'll talk about it. Well, we'll come back. We'll talk about that. And then uh, obviously the NFL wild card playoffs are about to get underway. Right. So we'll do a little bit of that. Um, my prediction's still alive with the Giants, and I'll tell you why. It's not going to end anytime soon. This is The City Meets the Sticks. Right here on iTunes. Thanks for checking us out. We'll be back after Darius Rucker and Wagon Wheel right now. And now south to the land of the pines and thumb my way in a North Carolina Staring up the road And pray to God I see headlights I made it down the coast In 17 hours Picking me a bouquet of dogwood flowers And I'm hoping for rally I can see my baby tonight So rock me mama Like a wagon wheel Rock me mama Any way you feel Hey Mama, like the wind and the rain Rock me, mama, 
in an old time string band. My baby plays the guitar. I pick a banjo now. Oh, North Country, where does keep a getting me down? Lost my money playing poker, so I had to leave town. But I ain't a turning back to living that old life no more. So rock me, mama, like a wagon wheel. Rock me, mama, any way you feel. Hey, mama, rock me. Yeah, rock me, mama, like a wind and the rain. Rock me, mama, like a southbound train. Hey, mama, rock me. But he's a headed west from the Cumberland Gap to Johnson City, Tennessee. I gotta, I gotta move on before the sun. I hear my baby calling my name, and I know that she's the only one. And if I die in Raleigh, at least I will die free. So rock me, mama, like a wagon. the six episode three this is another edition of das knows and das knows that it's wild card weekend getting underway saturday afternoon at the and the nfl is probably the second best weekend of the season uh divisional weekend next round next round will be the best but just to give you a little rundown of my picks for the week where you can kind of squeeze some money out of your bookies and try to make a few shekels We'll start with the first game of the weekend, 4.35 start on Saturday afternoon. The Oakland Raiders on the road in Houston, a matchup of two really inexperienced quarterbacks. I think that, obviously, Connor Cook is making the start for the Oakland Raiders and making his first NFL career start, which I think is a disaster waiting to happen. You know, teams that start with a rookie quarterback in their first start are like 10% a winning percentage. So there's no doubt in my mind that you have to back Brock Osweiler in this one and give the four points. Uh, With their defense playing as well as they've been playing, their running game behind Lamar Miller, I think they have enough. I don't think Osweiler will have to pass that much. If he does, I think the Oakland defense is vulnerable, and I think Houston probably runs away with this one by two touchdowns or more. Don't forget, Oakland has won most of their games with their offensive passing attack, and they won't have that this week without Derek Carr, and he won't be around for the rest of the season. So Houston Texans, a safe bet, minus four to start your weekend outright. 
the second game of the week, the primetime one, Seattle and Detroit. The Lions go into Seattle, of course, a tough place to play. Matt Stafford still with the injured, uh, broken middle finger. Going against a tough Seattle defense, but you're getting eight points here. So when you're getting that many points in a playoff game where a team has a good offense, like the the Detroit Lions do have, and Seattle being a team that is a little banged up on defense, so their strength of their team isn't at full strength, let's say, and they are missing a couple of weapons on offense. I do think it's a safe bet to take the Detroit Lions plus eight. Even if Seattle wins this game, which I do see them winning a close one, Detroit will is bound to score a late touchdown if they're down by two scores to get it within one score. So anytime you can take a team on the road, you know, in the playoffs, with uh, under a touchdown or more, over a touchdown or more, I think go with them. So it's the Detroit Lions plus eight for the second pick. Third pick of the week, it's Pittsburgh and Miami. Bobby O'Hara's Miami Dolphins giving 10 points. I'm sorry, getting 10 points from the Steelers. And this is going to be a weird game because you have a team with a Matt Moore at quarterback who is unproven. You also have Ben Roethlisberger in an offensive attack that's one of the best in the league. But the Dolphins did take care of business against this Pittsburgh Steelers team earlier in the year. I believe it was like 30-13 to 13 or something like that. So they put up the proper points needed to win. If they get anything close to that, they will win again because their defense is good enough to keep Pittsburgh within 30 points. However, with that said, I don't think they're going to get the win. I do think they'll keep it close. It'll be something like a 28 28- 28 28-20, 28-20. I'm going to go with 28-20 score there. Take the Dolphins with the points. It'll be close. Pittsburgh will advance, but Miami plus 10 is a good bet. Finally, the last game of the weekend, one I'll be locked into from the beginning till end because I'm a big Giants backer this year, as you might have heard on my first edition of Das Knows. The Giants are getting four and a half points in Green Bay, and you just got to love the the G-man on this one. Their defense is playing hotter than any other defense, best in the league right now, best of the remaining teams in the NFL that are left. Green Bay is vulnerable, and I think that even though they have one of the best players in the league in Aaron Rodgers, a couple of their supporting staff guys are not in the mix, and I think they're going to get exposed when it counts. Uh, you know, a running game with Montgomery, yes, it's been nice, but against the Giants' defense, I don't think it's going to work out. And their defense is sustainable to giving up a lot of points. So I think that the Giants win this one outright, plus four and a half, take a money line, take them to the bank. They're going to the Super Bowl. I'm telling you this once. I'm going to tell you again. I've been telling you since week two, and I'm not stopping now. So it's the Giants plus four and a half. It's the Miami Dolphins plus 10, the Detroit Lions plus eight, and then the Houston Texans minus four. So only one favorite winning this time around here in the wild card weekend in the NFL. This is your edition of Das Knows. Go win some money. I don't know how you feel about any of that, Grant. Well, I like it. You do? You well, like all of them? I don't like it because my bills aren't in it, but you know, it all it all sounds good to me. You're you're the gambler man. I'm really not, to be honest with you. Before before we even started the show, I didn't really know much about spreads, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just not a better. But uh, I like listening. Have you it, ever taken a risk in your life? <laughs> doing the show with you. <laughs> that was the biggest risk I've ever taken for sure. I was afraid he was gonna say that. Yeah. That's not but, good. No, I you know I pay I played the daily uh, DraftKings last year a couple of times, but it's just not me, man. I just it's not me. I'm not really into it. More of a sure thing kind of guy. I'm a sure thing guy. Nah, not Think, me. Things you can bet on. I think part of life is the unknown. I think that's the, one of the most exciting parts of life. Yeah, I mean it's true, I, but I also like my steps to be pretty calculated, too. You know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm pr- pretty by by the books. You know, I know you're not. You like to live life you're on like, the edge. If I had a daughter. If I have a daughter, I'd like her to marry someone like you. Well, that's, that's a compliment. 
I know, but see, I wouldn't want to live my life like you. My life's great. I love my life. I think you missed out on a lot. I, I mean, you're 24 years old. You're getting married. You've never been in a club. Uh, <laughs> you've never broken a girl's heart. So you're missing out on that whole emotional, like, you know, drama situation of your life. Uh, you, you know, you come from a spot where there must be a population of, like, 200 it's, people. It's a, it's a small town. Yeah. So 135 you know, in my graduating class. You see the same people every day. You know, I just feel like... You've got a lot to learn. And, I, you know, you did go to college down in Florida, which right. was a happening school. Sure. Uh, all four years? Four University years, of right? South Florida, I did two years there. I did two years at a community college okay. back home before. Even then. worse, two years. So you really didn't get to experience it because I'm sure you went there and you were focused on school and you really didn't get to be corrupted at all. Well, I, I mean, there's a lot of corruption in South Florida. Well, so I played I played on the team there. I played for the Bulls. And, you know, we had we had a lot of teammates, but I, I did. I I. I was the guy going to the church on Sundays. We would go late to our lifts to, uh, you know, so I wasn't out with the Saturday night crew. You know what I mean? We'd, we'd wake up early. We would go to go to church, then we'd go to lift right I after mean, that. I mean, I can respect that to a certain extent. But at the same time, don't you think there could have been some sort of balance where, you know, you go to church, right? We did, though. But you we also did. go party. Well, yeah, I mean, you'd go have a couple beers, hang out, whatever. It was fun. But we didn't, you know, we never. it was nothing ever over the top. So never like a 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning bender. No. Wow. No. I, I Do remember, you know how many of those I've had in my life? Probably a thousand more than me, honestly. Like, you've, you've probably – you were showing me the video of your Sunday brunch. Yeah. You know, what, what – I've never been to Sunday brunch. The only brunch I've been to is, like, legitimately, like, going, sitting down and having orange juice with your family <laughs> and, like, maybe getting chicken because it was, like, 2 p.m. Oh, my goodness. But, like – but to see, that's everyone in the city. Out. Everyone in the city does brunch. Like, oh, let's wake up and get mimosas. Like, let's roll out of bed and have some wine. It's not me, dude. I'm not gonna like just yeah, but wake how up. How could and you start. say it's not you if you've never done it? That's a valid point. Because you know what, you seem like a guy that needs to be broken out of his shell a little bit. <laughs> you know, you're so protected and like so calculated that I think that if you went to one of these bougie brunches. Well, number one, you'd get drunk real quick because you wouldn't even know what the heck was happening. <laughs> number two, you'd be dancing your ass off because you love to dance, right? Sure. So, you know, I think you'd just be living like this happy life. And after it was all done, you'd be like, oh, my God, I've been missing this my whole life. Yeah, but Not that, you know, you don't want to overdo it every weekend. But I'm saying part of those experiences, I think I look back on them and I'm proud. And I'm happy that I can say I lived a life where I experienced all that. And now I'm settling down after I have done all that. See, and I don't think that you need to go over the top to then be like, OK, I'm ready to settle down now. Like, I'm just I'm good. I know what's out there. I'm very happy with where I'm at. And that's why I'm choosing to live the life that I'm living. But do you think there's ever like you you know you mentioned uh, a baby and a kid rebelling? Do you think there's a point where ever you might lose it and be like, oh my god, this is all my life has? Like I feel like you're very prone to like a midlife crisis because there are a lot of things that you haven't done maybe and, and you're not going to get to do but because what? of your status. But, but those things, those things that you're talking about are, are to me those are pointless things. Like oh you haven't like went to a boozy brunch. It's like no because it's not. I don't care to and I'm not. My life's not going to gain anything from going to a boozy. Bo- bougie, what is it? Boozy brunch. Boozy brunch. Yeah, yeah I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> but what about or like, like staying out till four in the morning and, yeah, and like going, going not cas- knowing where I am? That's not. No, not going to casino, not going to strip clubs. No, none of that because it's not. Wow. It's not me. Yeah. One day you're gonna say, "Wow, you know what? I probably should have done all that once." I don't. Think That's just will. me. I think I think you're gonna look back on it one day and say, "You know what? That wise man Das, he knew what he was talking yeah, about." Yeah, something like that. You know what you're gonna do? You're gonna have a baby and be like, "Man." I hope my baby turns out like Grant. I really do. Because <laughs> he's a good kid. I mean, yes, it's a good kid. But 
Wouldn't you rather have a kid that you know you don't have to worry about than a kid that you, yes, oh, my you constantly kid, have like, to worry about? Like I said, yes, my kid, I want my kid to be more like you. But <laughs> as far as me personally, I w- would not want to live like you, I think, or like how you did. But I still live like that, and it's fun, and I, I have a good time. But you're so like, oh, my God, it's almost like uh, – I don't know. I don't want to insult you by calling you corny, but it's almost like you're <laughs> corny because you're you, you just you just sheltered. And I'm, I'm surprised, not, but you I'm know. not sheltered because every opportunity that I had to like get myself into trouble, I had those. I mean, dude, like playing on a Division One college football team, you can get yourself into trouble. I just chose not to. I have a moral code. I stick to it. I, you know, I'm a I'm a straight shooting. And here's a deal. Here's a question for you. If you had, let's say, made it to the league, sure, right? And, you know, you had a playoff game coming up, and you didn't have to play it. You didn't have to start. But do you think if you were ever invited to, let's say, Justin Bieber's yacht party with of all these celebrities, I would, go. would you course. go? Dude, but there's a I'm, lot of corruption, a, a, lot of, lot of, lot of shady but I, business but going. But I just choose not to get involved with it. Every single day of my life, I, I, I see corruption. And I'm not a perfect person at all. I just choose not to get involved with it. With, like, the conversations that I'm like, oh, man, they probably – that's kind of like – So what's the difference between going to a bougie brunch and doing that whole scene – from I, listen, going to like I, a celebrity boat party, I would go, I would go to all those things. I'm a good time. Like I, I love to go out dancing. I love to have some beers like that. I'm I'm cool like that. You can ask any of my friends. Like I enjoy doing that stuff. Right. But I don't feel like I need to stay out until six in the morning and be and not know where I am to wake up. And I woke up with like things written on me because it was crazy last night. That's <laughs> not me. And I don't care for it to be like me. I'm the guy that you're always gonna know. Like hey, Grant's gonna drive tonight. Like I'll still have fun. I'm still the fun guy. But I'm gonna get you home safe. So I can carry you home and, and take care of you. Do I want that role? No, but I've always been in that role because wow. I'm I'm the responsible guy. Hey, you, I mean you're better than me, I guess. Whatever. In in a certain regard, I still think that experience bodes uh, a wide outlook on life. But can and you I think, call that experience? Like what yes, it, because some of the like, have you ever been pulled over? Yeah. You ever been speeding before? <laughs> Bobby, this kid's never been speeding before. <laughs> where, where Bobby Where'd go? Bobby, Bobby, go? Bobby, Bobby ran off out of. Yeah, I got pulled. I was going really fast. I was going. I was going I was like going forty-five. I was going eighty-seven in a sixty-five on eighty-one driving home upstate. There was a hill I was going down, and I was going a little too fast, and I got pulled over, and it cost a lot of money. So I won't do that anymore. I use cruise control. Seventy-two. <laughs> <laughs> Seventy-two on the highway. You know, man, what are you gonna do? Bobby, the fastest this guy's ever went in a car is 80 miles an hour. I got pulled over. And he got pulled over. So I'll never go again. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I think that's pretty much it for today. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, a couple technical things, but we had a good time. Yeah, we'll get back on the grind as far as the technical situation is concerned. I don't know what's up with the Wi-Fi in the studio today. Yeah, but I'm going to crack some heads to find out. Um, regardless, we'll have the podcast up for you guys on iTunes. You know, we appreciate you guys listening and watching on the various um, networks. Network, you know, social networking sites. And, um, you know, we're trying to do this thing and we're going to stay consistent and continue to give you funny, you know, stories and uh, content. Uh, you know, as, as every day goes by, we learn a little more about each other and, and it gets a little more interesting. You know, I'm starting to hate Grant more and more. Yeah, I don't like Doss at all. So, so this will be fun. That's, you know, there's that. And uh, we'll see what kind of uh, shenanigans we get ourselves into going forward. Yeah. Well, we look right? forward to it. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Yeah, thanks, guys. Tuning in. Uh, we'll be back next week on City Meets the Sticks. And if I can stop playing Bieber, that would be great. We Speaking of which, I would have loved to be on that boat. I'd go on the Bieber cruise. Get me on that boat for crying out loud. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week. We'll on see City ya. Meets the Sticks.
Welcome to Clean Cut Studios in New York City. This is where the city meets the sticks. I'm your host, Grant White. And I'm Michael Hidassi.